Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Baum. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 63. So in today's episode, I'm sharing some simple and easy, slow-looking ideas for the summer. But before we get started, I just want to mention that this podcast will be taking a little break for the month of August, but I'll be back with a new episode on the 1st of September. Now, there are plenty of episodes in the back catalogue. We're on 63 today. So there's lots for you to re-listen to or be inspired by. I know lots of you listen to episodes more than once. Lots of you have told me that you do. So I recommend going back to the list of episodes and selecting a few favourites to catch up with. You could brush up on your questioning skills, your facilitation skills... You could learn more about thinking routines or listen to some of our amazing guests or you could focus on slow looking. I've got lots and lots of episodes around this subject and coincidentally it's the focus of today. Now in line with today's episode particularly recommend listening to episode two which is all about what is slow looking and how you can get started and episode seven it's another related one that talks about how to develop a daily slow looking practice might be something you'd like to try over the summer months And before we start, just a quick note to say that you can support this show at buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire Bound. I'll put a link in the show notes and the show notes, they're available on my website. And this is episode 63. Now, if you like this podcast, please do and go and give us a five-star review, a rating. If you really love it, please write us a short review. It does help to get the word out, so thank you in advance. So let's get started with today's show. Now, in an age where the average person checks their phone at least 85 times a day, our inundated brains are slowing down. We need to retrain ourselves to get better at sustained attention and to learn to appreciate the benefits of it too. Spending time slow looking offers refuge from the rush and time to slow down and see the details. It's the opposite of scanning, skimming and scrolling. Always on behaviour is about being in a constant state of alert without giving our full focus to anything. And slow looking, as I've said many times, is a wonderful alternative to life in the fast lane. And the activities I'll be sharing here are simple, effective ways to slow down, improve your observational skills and focus and notice more details around you. Now, you can use these activities throughout the summer, either on your own or with friends and family or children. And all of these are designed to help you develop your ability to see. And in doing so, that will spark creativity, curiosity and improve focus. 
You can do these activities with art, objects or with nature. You don't have to be in a museum to do slow looking. They're designed to work in a range of environments, so outside and inside, and all are designed to help improve your focus, observation skills, and help you slow down and relax. I hope they will contribute to a wonderful summer. Now let's get started. And don't forget to share what you get up to on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter using the hashtag SummerSlowLooking. So activity number one is take a colour walk. Now, this is one of my favourite activities to do, and I know we've mentioned it here before and in our Slow Looking Club on Facebook, but there's a reason why it's such a popular activity. It's great to do at any time of the year, but in summer, when the colours are all aglow, it's really stunning. And the idea for this is simple. As you step outside of the door, choose one colour to focus on. You can either take photos of where you go and where you spot your colour, or you can make mental notes. Give this a go and I will guarantee you will start to see your colour everywhere, even on a grey day. So some things to think about on your colour walk. First, where do you first notice your colour? Two, where else does it appear? Then think about how your colour contributes to the mood or the atmosphere of where you're walking. How would it feel without your colour? As you continue your walk, think about how often your colour appears. Is it everywhere or now and then? Do you notice more as you're walking along? Were there any surprises? And check in with yourself at the end of your walk. What was special about taking a colour walk and what new things did you see? Okay, the second activity is called Room with a View. Now, this is for those rainy days when you're stuck inside or for those moments when you're visiting amazing places, buildings, museums, wherever, and you look through a window and say, wow, to yourself. You can, of course, do this equally well from your house or your office if you want to reframe the everyday and see something new or different in a familiar view. So the first thing to do is to find a window that you want to spend five minutes with. And first of all, examine the frame of the window first. Look at it closely before you move on to the scene in front of you. And then study the view. What do you see? What do you notice? And try and compile an inventory or list of what you see in your head. Then look for any movement. Do you see people or clouds or birds? And if it's a familiar view, say from your bedroom window, find three new things that you've never seen or noticed before. Then I want you to focus on one thing for a full minute. You can time yourself if you want. And throughout this activity, you can choose to tell yourself what you see, you could write it down in a notebook, or you could draw the view from your window. You could also do this activity with a family member or a friend and say what you notice out loud. You'll notice many more things together. 
Okay, the third activity is juxtaposition. And this one can take place anywhere in a museum, gallery, or any kind of heritage center. You can do it inside or outside. We're going to be comparing and contrasting and looking carefully for similarities and differences. And slow comparison really helps to reveal more information. So when you're out and about, find two things to compare and contrast. Now, it could be two statues, two paintings, two buildings, or two trees. You decide. Make sure they're fairly close to each other. And first, I want you to spend some time observing and describing one of the objects. What do you see? What do you notice? What are you wondering about? and make notes in a notepad or in your head or discuss with a friend. And then look at the second object and repeat the same questions. What do you see? What do you notice? And what are you wondering about now? And finally, once you've observed both objects fully, you want to compare and contrast. What kind of connections can you find between the two of them? How are they similar? How are they different? And brainstorm a list of similarities and differences to share with someone or just note down for yourself. Okay, and the final activity. This I've called Beauty Hunt. And again, it can be done anywhere in your home when you're out and about in a museum or gallery. You can look for beauty in the everyday. So this might be as simple as sunlight streaming through a window or a special place in your home. You can look for beauty in art and museums. See what artworks speak to you as you wander around. Which ones draw you in and why? You could look for beauty in nature, look for morning dew or a beautiful flower, a tree or even a blade of grass. So we're going on the hunt for beauty. We're looking at where it shows up and how it shows up. So this exercise can be done alone or in groups and it's great fun with others as you will all probably have slightly different definitions of what beauty is. So first, have a chat or a think about what you think beauty is. How might we define it? What makes something beautiful? For example, what makes beauty in art and what makes art beautiful? Then actively go looking for beauty. Stop when you find it and spend some time looking at it. Do the same questions as we've done before. Think about what you see, what you notice. And remember the focus is on looking, letting questions emerge and continuing to look. Because the longer you look, the more insights will come to you. So once you've observed, think about what makes this beautiful to you. And if you're with others, you can then show them the beauty that you found and you can explain to them why it's beautiful in your eyes. You could even talk about ways you might make it even more beautiful too. And when you've seen everyone's beautiful thing that they chose, discuss whether there were any things that you had in common with each other or if you all saw beauty differently.
So I've covered four simple, easy, slow-looking activities that you can do this summer to improve your observation skills, slow down, and most importantly, have some fun. We covered a colour walk, room with a view, juxtaposition, and beauty hunt. So which activity are you going to try? I'd love to hear how you get on with any of these activities. Please share your thoughts, photos, sketches and or notes via Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and use the hashtag SummerSlowLooking. And before you go, don't forget to join our Facebook community for the podcast, The Slow Looking Club. I've put a link in the show notes. And thank you for listening today. And I'll see you when the show returns on the 1st of September. Mark your calendars. I'll be back then. Have a lovely summer. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com. And you can also find me on Instagram at Thinking Museum, where I regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time.